Hey y'all, welcome to Smoke, Drink, Laugh. I mean, it's been a minute, but let's lay down, you know, we got to do our little thing, disclaimer before we get started. Of course, you know, we don't believe in smoking cigarettes. However, if you choose to, that is up to you. We are not your medical doctor. We have no MDs behind our name, no DRs, no PhDs. You know, drink responsibly. And if you're drinking out of control, you know, speak to your doctor. That's none of our business. You know, but of course, laughter is good for the soul. And we are here just to talk our truth and give our honest opinions. And that's all it is. Wait, and wait, wait. I have to stop. Who are you? You they don't even know who you are. <laughs> I mean, by now they should know. <laughs> Girl, by now they should know. All right, my name is Kay Smalls. What's up, y'all? Go ahead. <laughs> this is summertime live and direct, baby. I didn't know. I think I was like, man, she skipped a part, a whole part. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know me. It's been a minute, y'all. It has a lot going on. Life has just been happening. But we're here and we just here to, you know, just discuss our topic today on rejection. Mm. So there's so many times I've been rejected. What about you? Summertime. Oh, plenty of times. Plenty oh. of times I've experienced rejection and so many different scenarios, situations. And yeah. What has yeah. rejection been like for you, K-Smalls? <laughs> I think for me, rejection on a later, like the more invested you are in a relationship, the more invested you are in any like situation, job or whatever the situation is, like the more it hurts, like, cause you spent more time in it. Um, but I'd rather get rejected from the, from the jump. So I don't have to be invested into it. And like me and sometimes we was talking and I was just like, yo, I feel like rejection is the answer we all need. Like we almost feel like we have to sometimes either get more information if somebody doesn't really tell you why they don't want to speak to you or why they don't want to be relationship with you. But it's clear as day they gave you the answer. They just don't want to fuck with you like that, you know? And so honestly, when we were talking about our last episode, when we were talking about labels and you talked about your situation with the girl you was going on a date with and you thought the vibe was right and then she just stopped talking. That was, you know, even though it may feel like, damn, like you couldn't give me some more information, I feel like maybe that was the best thing she ever did was by not even saying anything because maybe it would have caused a little bit more um, conversation or maybe she didn't know how to say it, you know, so... I think that sometimes that's all you need. It's the perfect answer. They just don't want to mess with you. So what do you think about that? I mean, I think rejection, <laughs> it affects me in different ways. Um, if I'm being rejected from a job or a relationship or any other situation, family or friends, I think I overanalyze things a lot. Like, I think it's me. And I don't see it as like maybe that company or that person did a good thing for me. You know, I think like when I'm in the moment of it, like I'm thinking I'm the problem. I did something. I'm not good enough. And it might not have anything to do with that. But I feel like when I'm in that moment, when it's happening right then and there, it's a little bit hard. And like sometimes I don't really like to get my hopes up a lot for certain things. Mm -hmm. um but I do think like being rejected if I'm going on an interview for a job is different than being 
reject it in a relationship because in a relationship there's emotions attached like in a job I feel like it's more of a self-reflection whereas a relationship it's a self-reflection in a sense but it's also you're looking at the whole picture of it and there's emotions involved and there's feelings involved and I'm more about people being honest from the jump like, you know, honesty from the jump. And I feel like we don't really have a lot of that. I think a lot, I don't really, I don't, it's very hard for me to, I can accept rejection, but I feel like when I'm really not being rejected and I'm being rejected in a way that's um, not being straightforward, that hurts more than actually being rejected, if that makes sense. Because I'm being rejected indirectly. Like, it's like, for example in the last episode when I talked about the situation with that girl like Mm -hmm. it was like if I didn't say I was rejected I wouldn't not know if I was rejected like she pretty much rejected me without telling me she rejected me Mm. and so it's just that fine line of like not being honest and being upfront from the beginning and people tend to feel like they are protecting me by not saying anything but that hurts me more so, hmm. so let me ask you this. Do you think like her telling you and not saying anything would have changed how you felt regardless? I I think that night I would have said, hey, I had if, if I was her, if I was her, I would have said, hey, you know what? Summertime, I had a really good time with you. You know, I thought we really like, you know, had a good time. We hung out. Uh, you know, I think you're a cool person. But at the same time, like, I just like you as a friend cool that's it you know I think I would have respected her a lot more than the next morning and our conversations are flaky as fuck and you're not giving me that same energy that you was giving me the Mm -hmm. day when I met you so it's Mm -hmm. like I don't really know if I could respect someone like that and I feel like when somebody tries to take a bullshit ass way out of it but like not really messaging you and not talking to you I feel like that's not really being Mm. so I understand exactly how you feel because I've been there um in the moment when but honestly for me I almost I think at this stage I've accepted I don't I don't like that feeling and I agree with you that feeling it does feel weird when somebody's just like just disappears it doesn't say anything but for somebody to say, oh, you know, it was good, but it's like, so if it's good, like, what's the problem? <laughs> I'm almost like, I'm going to want to inquire more, like, <laughs> so what are you rejecting? You know, um, so I think I agree with you, like, we want that, you want that information to close it, right? But I think sometimes, some people, sometimes the best thing people could do is just disappear, because sometimes they just may not know how to say the right thing or maybe at, maybe she maybe in the I feel like when she was talking to you maybe she there was an interest there and I guess when she met you she probably reckoned realized like it clicked like oh maybe this is not my person maybe I'm thinking this is my person but it's not you know and and she probably didn't know how to communicate that and sometimes it's best for people not to say anything because you know how sometimes people open their mouth and they say the wrong thing and you're just like what I might as well, you just have should have just left. <laughs> I agree with you, K Smalls. Like that, and that's why it's like I don't 
I could get it on that end because when you're in it, it's different because there's been times when I've had a really hard time communicating to people, you know, certain things or, you know, because you, I, I agree with you say the best thing to do is just not say anything at all. So I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. Cause I think sometimes it could ignite some more emotions when people start talking. Cause now they give you more information to comment on. You're like, Oh, so why this, why that? And, um, I, I've just learned to like, in the moment you feel like dad, like that hurts. Right. But I've just learned to accept that. Like when I I've been, I've been ghosted before with somebody we was talking and then all of a sudden they just stopped talking to me. And I was like, what's up with that? Like you couldn't say anything like, and there was, there was no signs that said it was going left at all. So I was just like, so confused. However, when they stopped speaking to me, it was clear to me, okay, they don't want to, mess with me anymore. I ain't need nothing more from them. I said what I had to say in my piece. They never responded. And I just let it go because it's almost like that's them letting you know like it is what it is. They give you their answer. Like they are no longer into it or they know, you know, and I just learned to let it go. I know it hurts, but sometimes I just think it's like that's just an answer that we're getting like yo. And I also think we got to practice learning how to take rejection. Because I don't know if you've experienced this growing up in New York. Like, you know how guys used to do us when we was younger or anybody, I don't know, if you know, girls used to hit on you too or whatever. But mostly my experience was with guys. Sometimes you walking in the street and the minute you be like, oh no, and they're like, oh my, you don't want to talk to me. And the minute you don't give them an answer, it's almost like sometimes they get real disrespectful. And so I, I honestly feel like there needs to be a class on how to accept rejection because sometimes they take it to the extreme. You've heard cases where women have said no to a guy and he gets crazy or like mentally they're not right. Yeah, exactly. They don't yeah. know how to process that, you know. So, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. What do you think about that? I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Yeah, I experienced that before. Like some, you can't say one hand, oh, I want somebody to be straight up and straight with me and everything yeah. like that about how they feeling. But the next minute when you hear that, you got to be able to say, like, not get crazy and be on the defense and say, okay, like, I think when you're in the moment, because I've been there before it's hard to hear certain things like when certain things are said to me it's and I don't want to accept it I don't I really don't want to accept it but I think that does more damage mm -hmm. and I think like I'm learning as I'm getting older and I'm getting wiser and I'm I'm changing is the fact that things happen things just need to happen and if things just don't work out then things just don't work out mm. but do you feel like that's the same thing as being rejected and like, like a job interview or a workplace or a promotion? Like, do you feel like the way you receive that information is different from when you receive an information in a relationship or with family or friends? I agree with you because I heard when you were speaking about it earlier, um, it's not the same because it's more, I feel like in a relationship or with family or friends, it's it's more of a deeper connection, like you said, and I think with work is more business. Um, but also sometimes if you, if you like, if you really wanted something, like if you really wanted a job, like you, this was your dream job, honey, right? And then you find out, oh, they don't want you. 
it hurts because this is something you really wanted, you know? And sometimes that connection to wanting something can hurt. Um, but like, I agree with you. I don't know if it's the same. Sometimes I, some people value that because that, that's their personal dream or their their job of their choice or the job that they like or they wanted. And it kind of still hurts because almost like you said, it's like a reflection on you. Like, what's up with me? Like, why couldn't I get it? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's the same because I feel like it's a little deeper. With relationships, it gets a little deeper than that. And I feel like work, we kind of like, oh, that's just business or whatever. But like, when I think about my dream job, that if I didn't get it, it would hurt. It would hurt, honestly. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's the same level of feeling when you're rejected from like people you care about or you love. Yeah. That's really interesting because yeah. as I'm sitting here and I'm asking you that, it's just like, I feel like I'm going through that like currently, like, and I think it's, I spoke to my mentor about it because I feel like everybody around me, and I don't know if you've experienced this before, like everybody around me is, you know, getting a new job or leveling up or like people around me are like going on interviews and getting jobs and getting hired and getting positions mm -hmm. and finding things and mm -hmm. finding their calling or their dream. And I'm just sitting here like, okay, like I'm putting that same energy in and I don't know what's I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. Like whether that is like mm -hmm. applying to jobs, going on interviews, or just even as something as simple as getting a call back. Like everything has been a rejection, like as far as like the jobs I've been applying to. And I just feel like a lot of people around me are getting at least getting interviews. Like I'm not even getting interviews. And so I feel like mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want to get comfortable where I'm at. And I do feel like mm -hmm. I have the potential to go so far. And I just I'm getting a little discouraged. I'm not going to lie. Like it's affecting like a little bit of my self-esteem, but I keep telling myself like, maybe it's, maybe I haven't found it yet because it's not, it's either not my time or it's someone's out there waiting to hire me and they just haven't hired me. So I try to look at it like that, but I even try to say like, okay, like I, even went to grad school, graduated, and I'm still not finding what I want, but everyone around me is going on interviews, getting hired, and I don't know what's going on. So it's a little bit, I don't know what advice you have for like me or like any listener that's out there listening that is going through kind of the same thing. And what, what would your message be? Girl, every time you ask me to touch up, like, damn, maybe I should go back and get my DR, my doctorate, because... <laughs> Listen, I'm not no doctor, but I will say this, like, what's for you is for you. Like, and I think that's, we've heard that a lot, but real talk, it is what it is. Like, I think sometimes we try to like compare ourselves to other people, mm. but like literally what's for you is for you. Like, if you don't get that job, if you don't get that opportunity, it wasn't for you. It's like the, I, I like rejection from anything when it comes to like, especially jobs, it's like, the perfect answer like there's no going back because it's like it's like I feel like it's a sign from like God to tell you like yo that's just not 
the job for you. Like it's not for you. Like you got to move on, find something else that might be your purpose. And I think um, when we get to that, like it's not personal because there's various reasons why a job may not take you. It could be because they're looking for a certain look. They're looking for a certain thing that you may not, you may have everything, but that one thing that they may be looking for. And that's okay. And I just say, thank you. Thank you, God, for looking out for me, because now I know I can move on and find something that is for me, because maybe that just wasn't for me. And nine times out of 10, when I've looked back on those times when I've been rejected, I look back and I was like, yeah, that wasn't for me. Honestly, it wasn't for me, because when you start to look at the things and whatever they were whatever the, the process sometimes you be like mm, maybe that wasn't for me and there's some jobs where you're like dang I wish that was for me you know you go through those feelings but I think we got to get to the point where we accept like what is for you is for you and it's gonna happen for you and you can't like try to like make it into something else and to the point of what you said your potential no girl step into your thing you are already it the, the you just have to find the best place that fits you into their perfect puzzle like that's it like like you are already it you went to school you did what you had to do and of course you're gonna grow but like like you gotta step and say you are it already um not even your like your potential like mm -mm, i think you're already there you just have to find the right fit for you girl the right fit oh thank you boo that's it. Yeah, I don't try to dwell on it a lot because I think if I do, then it will unmotivate me. But it's just something like, you notice and right. you try to I try not to compare myself. But then it's like, also my brain, I can't help. And I think like, damn, like everyone around me is getting interviews like mm -hmm. what's going on? Like and I when I spoke to my mentor, he was like, yeah, that is a normal thing. And a lot of professionals do do that. So I don't know. But speaking on rejection, have you been seeing what's rejection is going on in the news? And if that is rejection or what, what is your thoughts on that? What? What's going on? <laughs> Let's tell our listeners what's been going on. We've been watching. <laughs> Who, Shikari? Yes, Shikari. Listen, let me tell you one thing I like about Shikari. I feel like she is the girl we know down the block like yeah you all know her and especially in the black community and i think we're all rooting for her because i i, I the situation was happening because of the whole situation of they saying like she got caught with smoking weed and i don't know the thing for everything about athletic world or olympics world that's not my expertise you know however for some personal opinion me i just i don't understand why that could be a reason right but i do understand that i was reading like there's just requirements that's expected in the olympics for you know to follow but i just think if it's not if it's not like her doing something that's going to enhance her performance i don't see what's the what's the problem what's the problem i almost feel like they're trying to find a way to reject her without rejecting her. Like they wanted to find a way to like, why are we letting this person out? Cause everything she is, is black to the fullest. So like when you, like when I, I'm like, this is black girl, Matt, this is the black girl. Like we get our nails done. We get our, like we do like, and she's so raw. And I think like, 
I'm rooting for her. And I just know, like, she's going to be the person to talk about for the next years forever. Like, nobody's going to forget Shikari. So it is what it is. Like, all they're doing is bringing more attention to her. So that's all I got to say. You know, what's your take on it? Mm. <laughs> okay, so I was looking at my face because we discussed this before this episode. And you already know my views. And you know, for you know, like you said, I like the fact that she's unapologetically black, like yes, young, gay, like mm-hmm. she gets her nails done, has her eyelashes, you know, yes. wigs. like I just love it. I'm here for it. But this is America. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always have to bring it back to race that if that was if that was a white girl, mm-hmm. or if that was a white person, mm-hmm. it would not. I don't even think it would be nowhere close to being disqualified. Like I said, I don't know about Olympics or sports in that manner, but this is a girl that wasn't with steroids or crack or cocaine or anything. She tested positive for marijuana. Now, if that would have been a white person, mm-hmm. what do you do you think honestly that they would have gotten the same treatment? Nah. Or would it even be close to her to that person getting disqualified if that would have had been a white person? Nah, nah. It's just what it. I just think um, they would have gave the white person more grace. Yeah, it would have been. Oh, it's the medical yeah. treatment, or mm-hmm. oh, there's a mental health, mm-hmm. or they would there would have been some excuse or something that would have you know justified the fact that that person has tested positive, and Shikari actually like tweeted, "I am human," like mm-hmm. she is, you know, but but because they see a bla- a young black woman in mm-hmm. that's doing good in society, it's like they try to bring her down mm-hmm. and I think from there that's where we just need to as black people we need to elevate ourselves and really grow because mm-hmm. this country honestly is built on you know especially black people uh, on oppression that's mm-hmm. just the reality of it and they're just always going to nitpick and find something to you know bring black and brown people down and I really honestly think if that would have been a white person they would have mm-hmm. been they would have tried to justify to hardcore how that white person has tested positive yo you know what listening to you speak i thought about something it's like i'm glad she said she's human because i don't think they see black people as human first i almost feel like we have to have this superpower all the time and just being a black woman at that it's almost like you have to be strong like she just lost her biological mother yeah the mental health piece about this like you know give her some time like you know where's the grace because i I, it's almost like they 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 forget that we got feelings it's like we can't we can't have feelings like we can't have days where we need to cope like it's it's and it's not only in her world of the olympics it's it's in every job situation i don't know if you felt like that I feel like so much grace has is always extended to our white co-workers or white counterparts. Like there's so much grace extended, but the minute we ask for something, it's almost like what? It's like, hello, I have issues. I have things going on. There's days where I need a day. There's the, you know, and I, and I think because we carry that pressure on us, we don't even ask 
or we don't even advocate for ourselves in those situations where we need a day, when we need that time for ourselves to get our mental thoughts together. And I think we, we gotta we gotta redirect that narrative and say like, yo, we're just, we're human like everybody else. You know, you guys just have just created us to always trying to be invincible and being this strong person all the time. Like we don't wanna do that all the time, you know? and the narrative has to change. And I think the more and more we see more voices of people taking care of their mental health, like that girl, um, I don't get her name wrong, so I don't want to say it, but um, she's a tennis player. I think you know who I'm talking about. Um, if, I, if I remember it, I'll tell you, but yeah, she, she even talked about her mental health and putting. Is she that the part. that black and Japanese tennis yes, player? Yeah, I know I who you're talking about. Her name wrong, so I'm not gonna say it. Um, but it's like that has to be on the forefront. I, I I just think that I don't know in our communities, like even to the world, I think people think we're invincible because we go through so much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hello, the same way you giving Jill a break, give me a break. Exactly, and you know, like being black and society in America, we have to work 10 times harder. And I feel like when people don't understand what that really means, as far as working, we have to work the extra mile, we have to go the extra mile. And I think when people that are not black, do not understand it, or they see it as because they're not black, so they will never understand it. So when they see things in the, you know, in the news, like, no, this is an everyday thing. From the minute I wake up, from the minute I leave my house, I'm facing society. Mm-hmm. And Shakari is somebody that's experiencing rejection in a sense of, damn, like, I'm doing good. You know, um, I think she graduated from college, made it to the Olympics. And it's like, this society is just trying to tear her down. And it's just ridiculous. And it's just like, when I see her, I see me. When you see me, you see her. Like, it's just that kind of, and we, and and that's why we have to, you know, we have to stick up for our brothers and sisters because it's, it's a constant, like, we just can't have something that we worked hard for. It's like, somebody always got to take it away from us, mm-hmm. you know, or try to say, oh, well, like, it could be like, you know, a black guy on the news, he's, I don't know, got a scholarship and everything. And then they dig into his background and find out, oh, his mo- his mother was strung up on drugs. Like, it's just kind of like everybody has a story, but that right. doesn't define them. And it's just like, I'm just sick of it. I'm just really sick of it. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think I would have respected the Olympics if they said, instead of giving her suspension, give her the support she needs in her mental health. Like, hey, we're going to give you some time um before the olympics to maybe get some therapy services um for for you know for her to get back to her mental space so she could have that room to talk about those different things that she might have experienced so it's almost like why are you not giving her that time to do that she basically told the world listen (laughs) I still came out here and ran, but that did, and ran this race and won, but that doesn't mean I, I still don't have feelings. Like I just lost, I'm still dealing with that. And I think if we're not listening carefully, you, you may miss, you may miss the opportunity to help somebody because you are concerned about the wrong things. And I, I, I just wish it was a different narrative about it with support going forward versus taking over, trying to take away something from her. Like, offer her the services she needs not the services that's like 
Like when the race is over and everything is good, she's gonna go back and probably go smoke a one. Like when she win, like what the hell? She's still gonna live her life. And who doesn't? Right, right. Uh, hello, what's the name of our podcast? Smoke, drink, <laughs> laugh, baby. Hello, because we named it that because we wanted to. It's not because we're out here saying that this is what we're doing every day, but we wanted to say like people go through things and this is, these are things that people are, are doing. However, um, it doesn't change who they are. Like you still have a voice. You still have, you still can keep going. You know, we don't encourage, you know, to do anything excessively, but you can't tell somebody how to cope. And if this is their way of coping, like if it's laughing, having a drink or two one a time or smoking a blunt, whatever, once a blue moon, that's your business. That's not my business. However, we just wanted, you know, for people to feel like, oh, okay, that's, like you know <sighs> anyways case more drop the mic that was so good drop the mic i don't even know yeah. if i got nothing to say after that y'all oh my god but we could go we always can go on and on about these conversations sometimes because there's so many layers to this um but all i can say is we are proud of our girl yes boo yes clap it up and that's all it is like and i only see great things coming i want to hear more of her story i want to know more about her like because i know she got a story yeah uh, do you know where she's from Mm -mm. oh yeah i gotta read more yeah yeah but we already know she a good we already know you know she from she from she a black girl like that's That's right baby Black queens matter. Black queen. Yes. So shout out to you, girl. Keep going. Don't be discouraged. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is what it is. Sounds good to me. I I mean, you. Yeah. So just I guess my advice is when you get when you feel like, you know, you get rejected or you feel like you lost hope and, you know, you just got to pick your head up and keep going. No matter how hard it is, just keep going. You know, it doesn't mean you're necessarily a bad person or don't have anything to offer. It's just, you know, you just got to find happiness somewhere. Mm -hmm. And just take care of yourself. You know, I'm this weekend, I'm taking care of myself. I really am taking care of myself. Like, taking care of myself. Like, today, I just went to the beauty supply store. That felt good for me, like, to get, like, products and stuff you know, for my hair. So, you know, it makes me feel good. Cause like you said, K Smalls, when you, when you look good, you feel good. When you feel good, you look good, you know? And that's all, that's all I'm encouraged. That's big facts. So if you got to go get your nails done, get your eyebrows done, do what you got to do, ladies, um, gents, whoever listening, do what you got to <laughs> do to keep yourself up. Don't let nobody stop you. <laughs> okay. Smalls, this is, um, before we close out, this is 4th of July weekend. Any plans you got going on? Any barbecues you hitting up? Any fireworks you seeing or anything like that? Um, I'm gonna be home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, we got a little special guest in the background, but <laughs> this is smoke, drink, laugh, y'all. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's the real. Love you. Love you, K Smalls. (laughs) Later.